0: Yeah, 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 Narnos. yeah, yeah He manifested this, I swear he did Narnos, bring Nar-nose. the story to the visual Nar-nose. Global, kick Nar-nose. it with the athletes, Good promo Nar-nose. Dope show, listen while you're working speaking Nar-nose. with a purpose Subscribe, now don't keep scrolling Catch him on the web like Toby no inspire weed like Kobe no mama mentality potent from the streets of Detroit to TV, nose Yeah. Yeah. nose Yeah. 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 nose So how you doing today, bro? I'm good, man. How you feeling, man?
1: I'm feeling real good. You know, excited about this next pro- next uh, chapter of my life.
0: Speaking of chapters, man, we gon' we gonna get to where you at now. But let's let's take it back a notch and uh, kind of go back to where you started, man. Your journey was in 2018 to two thousand eighteen to thousand twenty three. You was at Ole Miss. You was a Rebel there, and then you finished out the season here in Utah with the Utah Utes under Kyle Winningham, man. What was it like to go through that transition, you know, in the transfer portal?
1: Uh, you know, it's it's it is a stressful situation at first because you never know like what schools you think will come uh, be interested in you. So uh, you really just got to take that leap of faith and, uh, you know, believe in your abilities and your self-worth to just, you know, put yourself out there and hopefully a school like Utah comes and gets you.
0: And what advice can you give to someone who's in, in, in your position right now? You know, kids are going uh, back and forth, you know, really trying to make business decisions at 18, 19, 20 years old. You know, with your experience, what advice do you have for them?
1: Um, you know, I'd say just go somewhere, you know, as far as like going to a, a school, mm-hmm. I would say, uh, don't just go somewhere that wants you, you know, cause you know, a lot of teams, they'll have like a bunch of five-star, four-star and they, and they say they just want you. And then, then you just become a name there, go somewhere that needs, you You know, where you can develop as a player, um, get on the field, get reps in the game, you know, and not just be another, uh, trophy to them, actually be like a member of the team, a member of the family.
0: Uh, Um, Well said, well said. So this past season with Utah, man, uh, you know, they love their Utah here. Um, And of course, I had to dress appropriately. Uh, But what what are some of the things that you learned during your journey here at Utah? Obviously, you know, high expectations, you know, cam rising, is he going to be healthy? And then guys started dropping, which is a part of the game. But defense, they still strong. What was that journey like to make sure that our offense may be going through these ups and downs, but the defense has to stay whole?
1: Yeah, you know, it's just uh, something that kind of they drove home uh, immediately when I got there. Is just the next man up mentality, um, as far as offense and defense, and and we we come as one. It's not just offense is over here, defense over here. We're all together in it, we're all in it together. You know, so if D, if offense is lacking, then defense just got to pick it up, even if we're playing good. You know, we got to pick it up. I mean, there's a few games where if defense, you know, we won off of a defensive, um, you know, a defensive touchdown. So mm-hmm. uh, things like that, you know, and then with all the injuries and still in eight and four regular season, I feel is like, you know, a lot of teams not doing that, especially without your main quarterback or your main two, three quarterbacks, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just being able to do that, I feel is like a testament to the development of all the players and then just the way that we treat everybody on the team.
0: We take it back a little further, man. A lot of people don't know that you are basically a two-way player. You start off at wide receiver, and now you're a cornerback. You could go to the NFL. You could declare for the NBA and, and maybe <laughs> see what you could do in a G League and work your way up. But, you know, you're a wide receiver by nature, cornerback now uh, by, you know, doing what you have to do to make a position change, which happens all the time. But for you, man, what, what was it like during your recruiting process in high school?
1: Yeah. So I was actually, I was a four-star receiver um, coming out of Houston. Uh, and I don't think a lot of people know this, but I was actually committed to Oregon my junior year of high school. So, um, and that was back when like Willie Taggart was there. And um, after he left, you know, I decommitted. Um, then at the time, Ole Miss, they had like a big wide receiver core, you know, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, DeMarcus Lodge, those guys. Mm-hmm. And, um so they were like a bit, you know, it was a big thing in the South. They were, they were doing big things. So it was like, I was like, I was going to come in and be the next, um that next line of receivers to come through there. So that was what really went into that decision.
0: Mm. And, you know, I can kind of attest to a little bit, you know, playing cornerback and wide receiver back in my day, I'm at that point now. And, uh, but for you, man, how was that transition going from one side of the field to the other running forward? Now you're running backwards.
1: Yeah, you know, at first it was it was definitely a, a learning learning point. Um like you said, running routes forward, now I gotta learn how to run them backwards and then run them fast at that because you know they ain't gonna slow down for me. So <clears throat> no. Um yeah, just learning the position, learning uh, learning how to have to how to tackle again. You know, mm-hmm. I ain't really had to play defense since I was in like middle school. So being able to have to learn how to tackle again, be be that physical presence in on the outside. You know, is um definitely something I had to learn, and then kind of learn on the fly. Like I, I was playing corner for maybe a week and a half, and then I was thrown in the game, so mm-hmm. it was pretty quick. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, I mean, a lot of cornerbacks are like five nine, five ten, but you're six four. So that, and you got to get low to the ground. Some of these, these running backs are five six, five seven. What technique have you been taught to master that?
1: Yeah, well. I've had a, a, a good amount of corner coaches at this point. So, um, you know, really it's just, you know, keeping my pad level low, you know, being able – being 6'4", it's it's going to be hard for me to, you know, stay low all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously getting as low and being effective. So mm-hmm. not too low to where I'm too slow and not too high to where I'm not being able to get, uh, you know, a good drive out of my brakes and stuff. So just being at that that right level to just, you know, be able to – Getting out of breaks and make make plays.
0: Well, you did get a chance to play against one of the most popular two way players in Travis Hunter when Colorado came out here to battle y'all in Rice Echo Stadium. I was actually on the sideline for most of that game. Uh, I mean, is he as advertised from your perspective?
1: You know, I I give him his respect where respects do. You know, because I've played two ways before. Mm-hmm. Um, as we just talked about so. As far as that, I feel like um, you know it takes a lot for a player to be able to do that and and not a, a lot of um, intellect to be able to do that as well, to be able to know the offense and the defense and the play calls at that. So um, I definitely give him credit for that. Um, but you know, I, I mean... I understand. I'm picking me. <laughs> you know,
0: of course, of course, you got to bet on you. Yeah. Definitely got to bet on you, man. But, uh, cause I mean, in your time, he's not the only great player that you have played and gonna play. And right now you're in Florida, you know, par- participating in workouts to get prepared for the NFL draft. I mean, what is that feeling like to be able to announce that?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like a surreal moment, like a childhood dream of mine, you know. Well, even back last year, I was contemplating if I was going to leave for the draft or, um, you know, play another year. And really, when we went into that, it was like, I still have that one year of eligibility left why not, you know, just take full advantage of what I still have instead of, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be leaving, necessarily be leaving early, but I still have it to use. So, I mean, I'm not, so I used it and then I feel like I'm in a good position now and um, just being out here training now is just like little things that you dream about when you first start college. Like when I'm getting to the draft process, you know, watch the, you watch the workout videos and all the time. And now it's, I'm actually doing that. So it's mm-hmm. just like living my dream already.
0: That remind me of uh, when I asked Clark Phillips, uh, the previous number one, number yeah. one Jersey cornerback yeah. from last year, now with the Atlanta Falcons. I asked him out his pro day. And he literally said the same thing, being able to have watched that. And then to be right there at the combine running these, you know, the, the 40 yard dash, which is the most popular. Uh, but for you, man, you grew up in Houston you know, how cool would it cool would it be to get drafted by the Texans? they playing real good right now.
1: Hey. <laughs> Who you telling? I mean I be saying, I'm like, hey, you know, if y'all need another corner, come get me. I yeah, I'm right right around the corner.
0: Hey, Stingley needs some help. Derek Stingley, he needs some, hey, that's some like help. I said, I
1: ain't, I ain't far from home. If you need, you know what I'm saying? Come. Mm-hmm. I'm right around the block.
0: How you feeling about them right now as a hometown kid? The Texans are in the playoffs and the Cowboys are not.
1: <laughs> yeah you know um I grew up a Texans fan also I mean a Cowboys fan as well but really a Texans fan but uh it's been hard to be a Texans fan sometimes and uh just what they've done how they've turned around that program it's just been um crazy and great to watch and then now me being in a position I am it's like I could possibly be a part of that the next year so you know it's just and again like a surreal moment like it could really be me the next year but yeah, it's been great watching them turn that around and just trend
0: upwards from there. Going from Houston to Mississippi to Salt Lake City, Utah. What have you learned about yourself in that journey? Uh, I
1: really learned that I can adapt to anything, <laughs> whether that be weather, uh, coaching, lifestyle, environment. You know, I feel like I've thrived everywhere I've been. So, um, which I think is a good attribute. Shoot, going to the league now. Mm-hmm you know, you could be in any, any, any place, anytime, just that's how the business is. So um, having that under my belt, being able to go anywhere and, you know, find a place for myself and thrive, I feel like it's just going to help me in the long run.
0: From your experience, what would you say is the biggest difference between playing in the SEC and the Pac-12? Uh,
1: Size of the players and probably in size of the crowds, but I mean, the crowd really never played a factor to me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, at the end of the day, it's just noise. But you know, Death Valley at night and Tennessee on Rocky Top, like Bama. You know, those are all mm-hmm. like hundred plus thousand stadiums. So it's like you're gonna hear it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's really the biggest thing. And then the size of the players. I feel they're fast. I feel like people are way faster in the Pac-12 mm. than they were in the SEC. Um, but the SEC had a lot of stronger like physically stronger players, I'd say.
0: Okay, okay. And, you know, your last stop here in Utah, you know, what are some of the memories you remember most?
1: Uh, Definitely getting my pick against the Arizona State, Uh, in the Arizona State game. That was a big one. Um, Going down to USC, beating them at home. You know, they were talking the most, like the fans, everybody's talking the most trash. Like, yeah, because we don't have our quarterback and this and that, they're going to come get us. No, not them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh beating Florida, getting that get back for cause I had I actually had lost to Florida two years prior as well. So mm-hmm. I had to get my get back as well. Um yeah, that's that's probably the big three as far as football goes that I can that say.
0: And to touch on that game, man, because that USC game was crazy. It was nuts. Yeah. And it and it always is. Uh, you know, even the Oregon game is pretty good, but that game—I I remember watching that game—and you know, everyone's talking. Caleb Williams might be the number one uh, dr- draft pick. You know, what, what what do you what do you see from him? Because everyone else kind of see the painted fingernails and all that extra stuff, but what what do you see from him as a player?
1: As a player, I mean I I really respect his game, you know, that's just some that's his little, you know, facade or whatever he does um with himself, but as far as like on the field between the white lines, he's he's a I think he's a real smart quarterback. You know, they a lot of the plays that they run come from him. You know, he's giving hand signals to the receivers and making checks off what he sees. Mm-hmm. And um, to be as productive as he was with regardless of their record, um I think is 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 a testament to that and then also, you know he's a strong he's a strong body. You know he's not going to go down very easily as a player, and and then his mentality on the field of you know trying to make the big play or make the play is you know and extend the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's going to be a top five quarterback.
0: Okay, okay, uh, especially in NFL. I mean, half the league is not playing that well. Like it's a very small few of elite quarterbacks right now, which is good for you. Um, <laughs> So one thing you definitely have to get used to during this draft process is uh, NFL comps. And so my NFL comp, and you can agree, but after watching, I would say that you're a more athletic Richard Sherman. And obviously the the tall comparison is easy, but the great cover skills, a lot of people didn't throw it to Sherman. You know, and so they give him a lot of flack for not having a lot of picks. But when nobody throw it your way, I think that's more respect than catching picks. You know what I'm saying? And so that was from what I saw this past season it was, you know, what they avoided you pretty much the whole dang on game. It was almost to a point where it's like, is Miles playing? Oh, yeah, he is out there. Okay. Uh, and it's like, so is that and then the, the passion that you have, like you play with heart, I remember being at that spring game, catching that pick, man, going crazy. You know, like you play play with passion, and obviously the former wide receiver, two way player. You know, but do you agree? And then also, in addition to that, what uh, what players in the NFL at your position do you respect the most?
1: Yeah, I definitely I definitely can agree with that. Um, again, because we both play receiver, switch. I think I switched earlier than he did, but. Um, Yeah, and then the size um, being respected on our side, you know. And I always Mm -hmm. wondered if people really realized that, like, a lot of times, like, I didn't really get a ball thrown my way till the Baylor game. Yeah, yep. And then after that, it was still sparingly between whenever I was, whatever game we were playing. Some they wouldn't even run my way. Certain games too, because you know I'm a, I was a, a a real sure tackler. Mm -hmm. I'd say so. Mm They wouldn't run my way a lot, and it, it sometimes it would get frustrating because I'm like, you know, I just let me, I need a hit, or something. Something. Like, need a something. It's cold game. out
0: here. I need to warm up.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but players that I watch in the league now would is more of like you know Jalen Ramsey, um, Pat Sertan, um, Tariq Woolen is one I've started to watch more now too, just from from the size aspect. Uh, Darius Slay, um. Stefan Gilmore, you know, a lot of the the real, you know, top corners in the league right now.
0: And in a uh, nutshell, what do you what do you see in all those guys that NFL scouts should see in you?
1: Uh def- definitely the physicality, the, the the cover skills, the knowledge of the game, um, and then also my technique. I feel like each year has gotten even better. And then coming to Utah and learning from Coach Shaw just skyrocketed me even more from press to off to zone coverage, everything. Mm-hmm.
0: And on the flip side, cause you're going to be playing some of these wide receivers, man, you know, but what are some wide receivers in the game that you're looking forward to going up against?
1: Oh, definitely my boys, AJ and DK. They're the first two on the list that, you know, hopefully I'll get to play against those guys. And every time I talk to them, you know, we talk about, you know, it's like,
0: Hey,
1: mm-hmm. I'm going to be out there. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be ready. But um, definitely those two guys and also guys like um, Stefan Diggs, you know, he um, the way he run routes and then Devontae Adams, those guys just just interested in, you know, playing against those guys. Even even Tyreek Hill, you know, I kind of want to see what that's all about, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know the speed is crazy, but, you know, mm-hmm. you got to want to challenge yourself too, so uh, just just want to play. Oh, and also Mike Evans um, go against him. You know, he's a big, big dude. Yeah. I'm, dude so i don't know if he's played a corner my size besides i think tyree woolen from the seahawks but you know
0: oh he has yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and he's he's put up a thousand yards his whole career for a reason (laughs) so i'm looking forward to seeing that too uh seeing you battle up against him uh but until then you definitely gotta you know compete against your peers uh in this draft process uh you know with the nfl combine you know all the draft workouts and things like that are you gonna do a pro day?
1: Yeah, I will be doing the Pro Day as well. Um, I don't know exactly what day it is. It's at the end of March, though, I'm pretty sure. But, yeah, I'll be participating in Pro Day, all the drills, everything.
0: Yeah, with the drive three months away, uh, what are you working on right now in Florida to stay ready?
1: Uh, you know, biggest thing, like you said, the the most thing that people want to see and is most popular is the 40. So mm. that's what I've been working on the most, um, working on my 40, and then also just working on the my technical drills that we do. Um, you know, during indie and all that type of stuff, but also that's done at the uh combine pro days that they want to see the DBs go through. Um so just working on all those things.
0: Who keeps you grounded, man? Like obviously being a college D1 athlete has his own set of fame. Yeah. But once you go to the NFL, it's like Super Saiyan mode. It's a whole nother level. For you, who keeps you grounded?
1: Uh I'd say, you know, my group of close friends, you know, we've been we've been boys since, you know, middle school, high school and They've all, I mean, I've always been like the, the superstar or whatever, but, you know, they don't look at me as that, you know, they still joke with me and, you know, keep me, keep me humble. And I, I really try to keep myself humble because, you know, in, in the instant, it could all be taken away. So, um, you know, I'm just blessed to be in the position I am and just gotta, you know, take one step at a time.
0: What kind of young man and player is an NFL getting in miles battle?
1: uh they're getting a a young leader you know i say um a young leader physical aggressive competitive uh leader you know i'm a lead by example type guy but if you if you need me to talk to like i'm also there to talk to the guys too like i could be a big brother even be a younger mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh compared to guys in the league at least um but yeah definitely that
0: Last but not least, man, uh, because I definitely appreciate you so much for your time, bro. Anything I left out that you want to touch on, you know, where people who don't know you can get to know you and and, and where we can find you on social media?
1: I'm a real active guy. Um, I'm all on social media. You'll see me out there, you know, having fun with everything I'm doing. Uh, You know, I always say smile is my name with an S in the front. So I try to bring a smile to everybody's face. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at milesbattle 2 the number two. And then you can find me on Instagram at M dot battle six. Um, yeah, that's about it.
0: You know, so cool to have you on, bro. And and I appreciate you, bro. So and have a blessed draft process, man, and we're we gonna be locked in for show.
1: sure. Thank you. God bless. Yeah, God knows.